very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan with you for the next hour or so. Now, today's show is a bit of a quandary, I think, you know, because we were looking online, we were saying, what we talk about. I don't mean it like that, like that it's kind of hardship or something like that. But there's so many negative things to talk about in the news. We could talk about immigration again. We could talk about politicians who are on television saying that immigrants are actually good for the housing crisis. <laughs> I know, on tonight BMT last night, a senior politician decided to mention that immigrants were good for the housing crisis because, after all, they build houses, don't they? Uh, no. Europeans have been here for many, many years and they're building houses. But the immigrants we've seen coming in over the last four or five years, if you look at the data, it clearly shows an extremely high unemployment rate. With only 16,000 of the 100,000 Ukrainians who came to Ireland currently employed. And the same goes for asylum seekers, many of whom are not allowed to work, but some are, depending on the type of jobs they take. But when they do get permission to remain, they can work. But we find that the employment rate is extremely, or the unemployment rate is extremely high. So the vast majority of immigrants who have come in from non-EU countries, including Ukraine, which is a non-EU country, over the last two or three years are unemployed. They're not working on construction sites. So I don't know where they're getting that from. Anyway... There's lots of other things. Eamon Ryan, of course, is in the news. Very disappointed, COP28. A waste of a holiday, really, wasn't it? Eamon Ryan reminds me of, you know that movie, The Cat in the Hat? I'm sure, do you remember the movie, Mike Myers, The Cat in the Hat? Remember the fish that was in the fishbowl? And one of the kids at one stage turns around to Mike Myers, The Cat in the Hat, and says, look, the fish is talking. And that reminds me of Eamon Ryan. Because the fish was talking. And as Mike Myers rightly said, or the cat said, hmm... The fish is talking, but is he actually saying anything? And that's exactly what Eamon Ryan is doing. He's not actually saying anything. He's over there making decisions like Billy Big Balls for the rest of us over here. Decisions and promises that he can't actually keep. It's madness. So we decided today, let's just make it a bit lighter. Alleviate the pressure. You're probably going to go out and do a bit of Christmas shopping over the weekend. I don't want to send you into a weekend in bad mood. So, typically when we want to liven things up a little bit and smarten things up and bring a smile to all our faces. Men versus women is always a good thing, isn't it? Well, researchers from Essex University and the University of Missouri put together a massive piece of research of 134 nations representing 6.8 billion people. Surprisingly, their new measure found men on average are more disadvantaged than women in 91 countries compared with a relative disadvantage for women in 43 countries. So worldwide, men are more disadvantaged than women. But they're not real figures when you think about it. That's not how you and me feel because we don't live in all of those countries. We have to take into consideration the political class and the culture of those countries. But let's focus just on Ireland and the Western world. When it comes to the workplace, women will claim that they're disadvantaged by discrimination and sexism. But realistically, because of this narrative, women, according to research, are actually more privileged and given a free pass on a lot of issues. The idea of the gender pay gap has long been disproven because, as we all know, it's actually illegal to pay a woman less for the same job for the same hours. And that women choose generally to do less hours than men and choose different careers, which tend to be lower paid. When it comes to the home, women claim they do more work than men. But then again, it seems that's by choice. Unless, of course, they're being told to do it by men. And that would be obviously inherently wrong, which I don't think is the case in the modern world. Do men have privileged misogynistic lives? I think not. 
Men work in more dangerous jobs. Men have higher suicide rates. It has been suggested that men's rates of depression are even higher than women, but they don't talk about it. They keep it to themselves. Yet the research shows that women's depression rates and mental health rates are higher than men's. But that's, they're not the real figures because, again, it's suggested men don't talk. Domestic violence, on a very serious note, according to research, shows that more women are abused in the home than men. But other research will tell us that it's probably equal when you take into consideration coercive control, um, when you psychological abuse. But again, the problem is men don't report it. Men don't have a social circle to talk to their friends, to be encouraged to come forward and speak about it because it's a man thing, isn't it? Anyway, if we look at stay-at-home parents, women represent over 90% of the homemakers. But is staying at home looking after Johnny and Mary in the morning really that much more difficult than going out to a construction site and laying bricks all day? Is it really? I don't think so. I think it's a tough job raising children. There's no doubt about it. But is it really that tough that you'd rather do that than be out on a construction site? Nah, I don't know about that. So I want to know what you think. Who has it tougher all round? Who has it better in society? Who has it tougher in society? Let us know what you think. Actually, what you do is just WhatsApp the word men or women. Who has it who has it better in society? That's a better question. Who has it better, men or women? Just WhatsApp the word men or women to 85 55 There's the number on the screen, 85 55 Who has it easier, better in society? Let me go to Jackie. Jackie, hi, how are you? I'm, I'm mighty and, and thanks for taking my call. You're, you're so welcome, Jackie. So Jackie, who has it easier? Well, okay, I can only speak from someone who's in the music industry. Okay. And, you know, from the MEAI, and we kind of deal with uh, a lot of musicians, people, sound guys, lighting guys, you know, stagehands, all right across the board. Yeah. And I have to say, um, men have it easier in the music industry, as in artists being able to make it, where it's very difficult for a female to make it in the industry because it is such a hard industry. Um, is that primarily you know, because women support the industry more than men, right? So what, what I'm going to say to you is, right, for example, boy bands make it in the industry quicker than girl bands because girl admirers and fans are, you know, they'll purchase more music, they'll go to more gigs, whereas lads tend to not be really too bothered. They like the women who sing, but they're not going to go to their gigs. So what I'm saying to you is, is that because of that aspect of it? It makes it a bit easier. Is that a bit? Si I, is that simplifying I, it a little bit? <laughs> it is. It is. But here's an interesting point, and 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 this is throwing the cat amongst the pigeons. So, say if you take a wedding band, and it's mainly made up of 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 guys. Yeah. But supposing you throw a, a really good looking female singer into that band. Yeah. They'll, they will get less gigs or they will get less weddings. Will they? And why is, yes, what, what is the reason for that, do you think? I, I've no idea because a good friend of mine, she, she was a wedding singer with a band. Uh, she did quite well, mind you, she was quite successful. But I have no idea why, because there are some yeah. good wedding bands at the moment, that, you know, like the likes of the Who's Eddies and all them. I don't know if they do weddings or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. But again, you will find that the bride doesn't really want to be in competition, Sean. Oh, yes. right. By some sexy-looking singer. <laughs> yeah, and and 
And you have people that go to the wedding or whatever, or, or the, the wives or partners, they don't want to be looking at their partner, looking up at the singer and, and kind of thinking, oh my God, you know. She's a bit of all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's quite, you know, that is actually fact. Uh, uh, and it's funny, I've had this conversation down through the years about this. Mm. But say, going away from that though, and if you take, just if you look at the amount of female artists who have met it in Ireland or female bands, in relation to to male mm. bands or you know solo singers, whatever. Yeah, the Nolan sisters find... is about some total level, really, isn't it? <laughs> you well, know? you know, it 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 is so difficult because, ah. like, say, if you take someone who plays for events in bars, restaurants, and stuff, like physically, they have to bring equipment in, you know, so they're lifting stuff, um, then <laughs> they have to take a certain amount of abuse from maybe the male clientele or whatever the drunks, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it is, I, from what I see, it is very difficult and, and very hard for but, a female. But that's kind of like saying it's tough for women to break into the construction industry because the construction industry has a demand and the demand is the physicality of it, right? And women, by the very nature of the fact that women are not as physical as men, and we know that, and to suggest that the Irish would be silly. Right, so yeah. you're saying, and I understand the same when years ago when I was a DJ and I used to do weddings in 21st, that's how I started out before I did the nightclubs. It was the same thing. You were lugging big speakers and stands and decks and yeah. and there was no women in the industry. I don't think there was that when I started out DJing back in the, 19, or the late 1970s, 80s. There was no women in the industry. And the reason was because yeah. they weren't willing to lug the gear around. And it was, you know, that was the hardest part of the job. And another issue there is do you, you know, for a male or for, uh, it doesn't matter who's going into the bar and you're listening to, say, a female doing male songs. So, you know, listen to ACDC sung by a female. You know, again, there is a limited amount of songs, I suppose, in relation for a female to be singing. Now, you know, I, I'm just kind of t- speaking generally. Yeah, but like, well, particularly uh, when it comes to rock music or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, yeah. certain genres. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if it's ballads, 100%. if it's ballads, it tends to be women more so than men. But if it's, yeah, if they kind of rock or pop, it tends to be the men. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so, yeah. so from that point of view, you can only speak from the music industry. But generally speaking, in the world, you know, for opportunities, outcome, you know, in the home, do you think men have an easier life? A bit more privileged. Do you know? Go I for it, Jackie. To... Just say it. Yeah, okay, I I have to say yes. Okay, I have to. Okay, we'll, say stay, yes. we'll, we'll stay there for a second, Jackie. Let me just go to Dave. Dave, let's have a good L row here. <laughs> this is your idea of lightening the mood, is it? Yeah, this is my idea of lightening <laughs> yeah. the mood. I, yeah, I, I'd love to see if you said right, lads. We're going to get really dark today, just to see what you pull out of your bag of tricks. Do you know that? <laughs> I I just thought it'd be fun. Go on. Yeah, no, you're just a shit stirrer. That's what. That's what it is. I'm a professional you know, shit stirrer. Hey, listen, you you make money out of stirring shit. Okay, I tip my hat to you, good sir. Yeah. Um, See, it's tough for men too, you know. But go on. Uh, oh, you crater, yeah. Um, right. Look, like the lady before me, I'm just going going to speak to my own experience. And uh, you mentioned being in the home, and I tell you one thing, and I'm I'm seeing the other side of it now from being in the home. Men have it way easier. 
Okay, and like you, you mentioned building sites. I've done on the manly jobs. I've worked on building sites. I used to do clean up in a chicken factory after you know the, the day's killing was finished. I I work in the steel industry. I use all the heavy machinery and the grinders and the welders and bloody bloody blah. It is orders of magnitude easier than staying at home and keeping the house clean. And ah, would you fed. give it up out of that, so, Dave? I I I I, I, I was one of those people where I was like, you know what? I'd be a stay-at-home parent. Piece of piss, do a bit of washing, do a bit of tidying. Bring the kids to school, yeah. Yeah, you know, look, oh, fine. If your kids are at school full-time and you're at home on your own, yeah, okay, it's, it, it is a lot easier. But, like, when you have, a, like, a toddler and a teenager and you're trying to keep a house together, I am telling you oh, right now. Like, I went, back, I went back to work recently three days a week, okay? And I go back to work for a break. <laughs> okay, I go back to work. I go back to work to recharge my batteries because I know when I go home, it's going to be, there's a load of washing to be done. Uh, but, but, I, hey, but hey, I prefer to be throwing washing in a washing machine than walking around with bags of cement <laughs> on my shoulder. <laughs> That's what you fucking think. Oh, oh, oh trust me. I dare you. Live my life for two weeks and live with a soft in your cough, my friend. Right? Because uh, I do, do, you know, do you know what, Dave? Your wife is looking down at you now ashamed of you. She really, she really is. She's saying, no, oh, she's, we no, just no, stop. No, she, I get no, the violin out for you. I get the violin out for you, Dave. No, she's looking down at me now going, now you fat bastard. I told you it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, would you stop out of that, Dave? You're telling me that looking after two chill, two young children, how old are your kids now? One is a baby. Well, one is what? Two, is it? Right, uh, two, two and 14. Is tougher than working on a building site, mixing cement, carrying around bricks. 100%. I, I, would, I would rather be a laborer to the biggest bastard of a block there that I ever labored for before, okay? And this was a guy that I nearly went to slaps with on multiple occasions. Like, it, it'll show how, how far out of child rearing you are. Because toddlers are fucking remorseless. They, they don't <laughs> I know. I've, I, ha- I had three of them at one stage, all in and around and, the same and age. Then, and, and, and then teenagers. Like, I, like my own, I love him the bits. He's the best in the world. I, academically, he's great, right? But it's like when their body gets flooded with hormones, they get dumber. Like, he actually said to me the other day, he said, do you know if I need to iron a shirt? And I was like, he's showing a bit of initiative here. Yeah. He goes, if I put on the shirt and I try to iron it while I'm wearing it, would that save me time? And I looked at him, I was like, I was like, you're messing with me, aren't you? Was like, no, I was just thinking about it. I was like, go upstairs. Write that down on a piece of paper. Well, my, my, my mother, by the way, my mother's theory was you didn't have to iron a shirt. My mother used to just put the shirt on me and say, don't worry about the creases, the heat of your body will take them out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Or actually, here's a good trick. If you're taking a shower, hanging up in the uh, in the, the bathroom, and the steam from the shower will actually get rid of some of the wrinkles. But man, right. I can tell you, ask, ask anyone that stays at home, right? The bane of any stay-at-home parent's existence is close because mm. they're never done. You think you're done, and you're like, I've all the clothes folded and washed. And then you turn around, and you're like, where the fuck did these two buckets come from? Yeah. You know, it's, I, a hundred, man, a hundred percent, cooking the dinners, keeping the house clean, keeping the kids fed, trying not to strangle your teenager for the fourth time uh, during the day. That, that age, I've gone so gray in the last eight months. <laughs> like, honestly, you know. Dave, it, and, it, and there was me, there. there was me thinking you were a tough guy, huh? Yeah, he was. I was clearly. Yeah, I was clearly a, wrong. I was clearly wrong. I'm a. I'm a very tough guy. I can do all the manly stuff. I can build you a fence. I can. I can weld you a gate. 
But I am telling you right now, looking after kids and looking after a house makes you want sometimes it makes you want to walk out into traffic. <laughs> okay, well stay there. Let me go to Carl. Carl, hi, how are you? How are you, Niall? How are you? Good. Okay, who has it easier? Who has it tougher, men or women, in generally in the world? Well, well I was going to say women. But seeing as that I'm a stay-at-home husband and my wife goes out walking all the time with her friends, I think I have it a lot fucking tougher. That's being honest with you. <laughs> she goes out walking yeah, well, with her. She goes out walking with her friends. Oh, yeah. She, she, has, she has three Christmas parties organised already. Right. I'm going out next Tuesday and going out Thursday and I'm going out Friday. Well, like coffee yeah, mornings and book clubs and, yeah. No, walking, walking with our friends. <laughs> right, That's okay. fucking unbelievable. <laughs> and then, she, she leaves me a list every morning. Yeah. There's a list of stuff to do. Do the ironing, do the cleaning, uh, look after the dogs, do the shopping, get the dinner ready. Bloody, bloody, I'm not going to go into the whole fucking lot of it. I have a 27-year-old son and I have a 25-year-old daughter. And then she'll come home and she'll look after the son like he's a baby. Ah, there you go, son. How was your day? Sit down and I'll get you a glass of water. He's sitting beside the bloody tap. <laughs> Fucking on And then she'll iron his... No, she, no, no, she'll iron his clothes and she'll hand them to him. He goes up and he puts them onto his bed and he gets into bed and he kicks them all over the place. If I showed you a photograph of his bedroom, he'd be saying, who broke into your house and bogged the fucking thing? The place is like a bomb hitter. Yeah, if He's... I leave that now the place, I'm the worst. Fucking crazy. Excuse the language, by the way. That's it. Karen, you get it all off your chest today. You just... I'd love to get your wife on the phone on the other line. You get it all off. And by the way, why does she leave you a list? Does she think you're incapable of remembering? Oh, no. It's just to make sure that everything is done. Right. It's just to make sure that everything gets done. You know, I was saying to Elaine there on the phone when she rang me earlier on, mm. I said, imagine if there was no women on this planet. And men would be running, running around, bollock naked with sticks and stones, and we'd be killing each other. And that's the truth of it. You know, women keep us in tow some of the time. Yeah. That's, you I know. Mean, so, so you're, like Dave, you're a stay-at-home dad, but, but a stay-at-home dad two adults. They're not two teenagers. So they've never grown up, obviously. Yeah. And what, what's the 25 and 27-year-old still doing in the, at home? Well, you try and buy a house in this day and age, now kids growing up, you know, it's, it's impossible. Right. I mean, they think this house is going to be left to them. I mean, I had bills there. I was away there for two weeks. Yeah. I came back and here's the bills. And then they're saying, oh, the internet was cut off. <laughs> I said, do not pay the bill? <laughs> oh, do we have to pay bills? <laughs> Unbelievable. And this, and this is the way my wife brought them up. Dave, you, know, you, you, Dave, you think you have it hard, I tell you. This fella has it hard. Uh, I, I feel like I have a bit of a kindred spirit here, though, as well. You know, you know, we, we love our families, but we'd also like to take an extended period of time away from the time. But this is a bit of an unfair argument today because I have two lads on the phone, Carl and Dave, who both are stay-at-home dads. So, you know, this is not really the way it works normally in real life. Go on, Carl. My wife goes out walking. She'll say, I'm going out walking tomorrow and she'll leave the house at half eight in the morning, nine o'clock. Right. Get the bus and meet her friends down at Wickham. Right. That's, I don't mind. She goes off walk. I don't own her. She can do, she's entitled to do what she wants to do. And she might come back at four or five, sometimes it could be two. Now, a friend of mine up the road lives up the road. I say to her, I'm going up to Joe Bloggs up the road. I'm going to have a few beers with him. 
How long are you going to be? <laughs> what were you talking <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and she's standing at the door looking at her watch when you're coming back <laughs> saying, yeah. what and kept I'm you? Only out, I'm only out the door. I'd be only up sitting down watching the movie, having a beer and next minute the phone rings. By the way, did I tell you about so-and-so? No, I don't want to know about so-and-so. Being you know. Why come in? Oh, girl. So, so in answer to your question, who has a harder? Man. I think I have a hard in, in my fucking relationship anyway. Stay there, lads, both of you are a second. Gonna take a quick five-second break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let me go. Stay there, Carl, for a second. Oh, I tell you what, Carl, you've cheered me up no end. Because any bloke out there who thinks he has a tough only has to listen to you for five minutes. Let me go to Sandy. Sandy, hi, how are you? Hi, good morning, Niall. I'm just laughing at your man. Oh, oh what a relationship. You know what? Fair play to his wife for going out for the second walk. The walk. She's entitled to that. <laughs> She's entitled to. Oh, what? Exactly. Is he not entitled to go out as well? They're not stopping him going out. There is his wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, stop. Oh, when she comes my, home, my wife, go- the wow. my wife. My wife goes out walking on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> and a Friday, if possible. <laughs> and to avoid housework. <laughs> yeah, but she, she, yeah, but she wants to keep it for you. Do you have to remember that? She keep her body in shape uh, for you. <laughs> yeah, she's keeping her body in shape just for you, Carl. No. Jeez. <laughs> well, you know what they say about married men, you know? What? Well, what do they say about married men? You know, when a, no, no, when a young lad's growing up and he goes out and he buys a pack of condoms, he says, why is there 12 condoms in the packet? Well, you know, you might get lucky six days of the week twice. Once in one day, that's what it's twelve. And now, when you get married, it's once a month. So you know, we're not keeping the body for me; she's keeping it for herself. So, Sandy, who has a yeah. tougher Sandy, men or women? Um, I think it's. Uh, it, I, I'll tell you something first. Right, years ago, um, when my mother and father were alive, anyway, but um, my father would go down to his local pub after he'd do his painting and go to the bookies and whatever else. And he'd always be home uh, before six o'clock in the evening. Uh, so Mammy could go out at night time. They'd never go out together. Right. But Mammy would be on the phone to him, excuse the language, where the fuck are you? <laughs> She'd be ringing the pub and the barman would answer the phone, oh, Nobby is here in the corner. I'm giving you an hour and if you're not home, I'm coming down. <laughs> she literally went down to the pub in her nightdress. She didn't give a damn. And she walked in the door and said, you, get the fuck home now because I want to go out. I swear to God. But, getting back to, to it anyway, um, I've been working since I was about 16. And um, I'm about nearly 50 now. But I would love, because I'm a single parent anyway, I, I always had to go out and work. But I would love, if I had a partner here and he went out to work, and I would love to be sitting at home and cleaning the house and doing whatever else, I would love to be sitting at home. Isn't it weird? But going back years ago, and I, you know, um, men did all the work and the women had to stay at home. So which was you tougher? Know, but, but you heard Dave a few minutes ago, he said, and Carla's saying the same thing, staying at home yeah. and looking after the housework is, is harder work than going out to work on a building um, site. 
Would you believe I'd love to stay at home and get paid for it? Yeah. Wouldn't everybody? I'd oh, I would, love yeah. It. Now, if somebody handed me oh, the money, you know, and said, here, yeah. you can stay at home for a week or two, be grand. Yeah. Happy I, days. And there's my young lad. He's 30. Now, he has a little bit of scoliosis in the back. He can't work anyway. But um, he went off to Chicago, and for three months, he'd be home now in January. And he always says to me, don't go near my room. Don't go near my room. <laughs> yeah, right. He put a padlock on it. Got the screwdriver opened. Just, oh, my God. What? It was like bare like, roof. Oh, it's like, what, like food and dirt and everything. Oh, he is a hoarder. A hoarder. You know these little um, tickets you get at Houston Station for your yeah. um, travel pass? Yeah. Now, I, I mean, he had 100 for them. Why? I do not know. Why is he um, saving them? <laughs> for what? I do not know. So I got them all into a black bag and I threw them into the fire. And when he comes home, the first thing he's going to say is, Where's my tickets? Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, I cleaned yeah. it. Yeah, more than you ever uh, did. But... Yeah, did, did, by the way, do you think Carl's wife is a bit controlling? <laughs> I absolutely love her. I'd love to know her. Do you love her? Love to know her. Do you know what? She's the right one to put a man in their second place. Yeah. And you can tell her, Carl, that I said that. Yeah, yeah. Carl, she's putting you in your place. My, yeah. My, 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 my wife's Indian name is Four Horses. <laughs> Why? Oh, right. Why? Nag, 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 fucking nag. <laughs> I'm only joking. I love my wife. <laughs> I know you do. But I hope the guys is listening to you, Carol, because she's put manners on you, I'm telling you. Okay, well, hold on for a second. Let me bring Angela in here, and I want to bring Steve in. That should be entertaining. Angela, hi, how are you? Oh! <laughs> 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 go go ahead, Angie. Angie, her poor Carl. There, he's he's not living a good a good life. He's at home with lists of chores. He's like Cinderella. Lists of chores, lists of chores. Oh my God, it's like the wicked stepmother, isn't it? Jesus, she's awful, isn't she? Yeah. She's awful that she wants the house cleaned. She's awful that she wants you know to go for a to walk. have a bit of food, to have a bit of dinner. She's working, I take it. I didn't hear the first bit of it. Yeah, is she working, Carl? um, No, she doesn't work. Who works? (laughs) I work. (laughs) So you're you're working as well? Yeah. Like in a job. I'm talking about a job. Yeah. Okay. I work as well. So what do you work from home? I work from home most days, yep. Yep, there you I go. I don't have to go. Away. I don't have to go into my house and play. I work from home most days. There you go, Angela. He's working from home, doing the housework. She's out, you know, jolly day out with our mates. Yeah, that's Jesus. That's awful. While um, your kids were being raised, um, uh, who was at home? Oh, my wife was at home. Oh, she was at home. Yeah. So for twenty odd years, she's been raising your kids, and she doesn't deserve to go for a walk. Uh, well, she didn't raise them on her own. You know, I, no, I was still there, you, like, right? Well, I don't go to the pub. But that, no, that's grand. If you don't want to go to the pub, that's your choice. If she wanted to go, that's her choice too. But what I'm saying is... It's not my Jesus. choice. I wasn't allowed to go to the pub. <laughs> I had to well, come that, it is. It is your choice because if she says you're not allowed to go to the pub, then I would tell her where to go, Right. Have you have you I ever would. been married to a woman? <laughs> no, I've been married to a man, and my Jesus, I tried to get him out to go to the pub, 
Go on, go across to the pub there. Uh, go over and watch a match. Go over and do something. Get out of my hair. <laughs> you know? Well, and, you see, men, men, look at, men look at that in two different ways. They say, why is she trying to get rid of me out of the house? Why is she sending because me to the pub? Because you're wrecking my head. <laughs> so, Andre, okay, Andre, get back to the original question, right? Aside yeah. from Carl, who really has it tough, who has oh, I've, I've, no? I've, I mean, just generally, not just in the home. Mind. Generally speaking, in the workplace, okay. who has it tougher in yeah. this world? Yeah, how's your old vagina there, Carl? After pushing two kids out of it. <laughs> Hang on, I'll ask her. <laughs> Oh, no, she's not there. <laughs> she's out for a while. How's your old tummy after getting the old monthlies there, you know, where you're bleeding and you're diarrhea and you've headaches and you've bloating and your stomach and everything? How 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 are you after do, that, look? Do, do you mean men can't get them now either with the way things are going on this, this planet? That oh, don't ever. even get me started on that. That's a whole... Jesus, you're really upset. You're upsetting me now. You mean there really is only two sexes in this planet? Male and female, I Jesus. Know. Believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, there is. Yeah, yeah. let's not talk about you those know? blokes who pretend they have periods. Uh, yeah. Who pretend that, they have periods, yeah. you know. And pretend they're women. They have enough problems going on. They have enough problems going on. I'm with you on that, Carl. Okay, but, but Angela, like, the opportunities for women in the world, if they do want to go out to the workplace, do you think they're yeah. not as good as those opportunities for men? No, they're not as good. Sure, you do. If you... Let me put it this way now, right? You walk into a garage and there's a lady mechanic there. Yeah. And there's another lady mechanic and there's another lady mechanic and she's 40 stone with warts on her face. Right. With the whistles out there. Okay. Yeah. So you go in and it is, you know, it's like, oh God, I have to get the car somewhere. Jesus Christ, here's the nearest place and you walk in. First thing a lad would say is, Jesus, does she know what she's doing? An electrician. I, I, I wouldn't say house. that. I wouldn't say that. If I saw a lady mechanic, I would trust that she's qualified. I agree with you, Niall. Yeah. Or a lady plumber arrives at your house. Yeah, I would trust you that know, she's qualified. Do a, a proper one now, not to sort out your own plumbing. The house is... No, I, no hang on. If a woman... If, if I'm getting on a bus and there's a woman driving, or I get on a plane and there's a woman pilot, or I see a, somebody walking up my driveway to fix me electricity and it's a woman... <laughs> I'm not going to think any differently and say, oh, Jesus, it's a woman. Why would I do that? No, but because a lot of men do. Huh? That's the thing. Ah, old school you know? men. Old school men. It's, it's old school men. Do you know what I mean? Uh, how's the old menopause going free? How is every... Like, I mean, you know, women in poverty have to try and fork out for sanitary towels, for Tampax, Tampax, for all of that. Yeah, but that's not our fault. It's not, it's not men's fault to just have periods. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not. But you're asked, that's not the question. The it's, question not, it's not even society's fault. It, that's just nature. It's, but it's who has it easier, men or women. And if you sit there and tell me that women have it easier, you're all bonkers. Yeah, when was the last time you seen a woman climbing down the sewers to unblock it? Yeah, Exactly. Yes. You know, they wouldn't be allowed because of... No, they would, not they wouldn't be allowed. They just wouldn't do it. When was the last time you heard for a call for gender quotas for bin men? <laughs> oh, you hear, you only ever hear them calling, the feminists calling for gender quotas for jobs that are nice jobs. Politicians no, and no, school teachers and I nice would, jobs. I would have done the bins. I would have done them. Only I'm too small and I'm a woman. 
You, are you telling me you'd, you'd have hung on to the back of a truck emptying bins into it? Are you having a laugh? No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would, Niall. Ah, yeah. You know why? Because that's... I get, no, Niall, I swear to God, when there was a company down here um, where I live in Clare looking for a new bin man, I applied. I did. Because it's bloody great money. Oh, it is good money, particularly I, at Christmas I, when you get all the tips. Do you know what I mean? It's great money, it's great everything, and all you're doing is, you're all you're doing is, you're not even taking the stuff out of the bin. No, you're just pressing a button. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So all you have to do is bring the bin up and press a button, like, who wouldn't do that? <laughs> okay, well, well, hang on, stay there, hang on, I want to bring in um, uh, Steve and Sersha as well into the conversation. <laughs> Lads, I know, I know you're all having a great giggle here, but I'm in just in scaldy humour. Do you know why? Because Elaine, the, your researcher just there, she said, yeah, unfortunately, I was like, I don't want to go on and talk to Bleeding Angela. I know what way this is going to go. I so what wait. I will... I couldn't what I, what I will say is that there was a guy on earlier, I don't know who said it, who basically said if men were left by themselves on the earth, you know, we'd all be running around not knowing what to do. Can't, now, yeah. there was a TV, there was a, there was a, there was a TV show uh, years ago called, I think it was Naked and Stranded. Have you ever seen that? Hey. Yeah, I did. I watched it once or twice for the fun. So it's basically they put a load of nude people on an island and they have to, you Fend know, survive for themselves. For themselves. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So one year they decided to do a special, which was men on one island and women on another. What do you think happened on the island with the women? <laughs> they starved. <laughs> Within five minutes, Niall, there was an injury. They then ended up punching the head off of each other and tearing the head, hair out of each other. Well, the men grouped together and worked as a team. Could you imagine that? Men can actually be friends and work together. Yeah, it's but that's really not always the case. We have a government mainly full of men. They're not working too well together as a team, are they? No, I, but that's policy, no, that's that not men walking camaraderie. What did you, you say? You just what? proved the point that men do have it easier, Steve. No, no, men know how to work yeah. together with each other. That's what they do. So Women will tear easier. their hair yeah. out of each other. There was so another lad earlier... Yes. No, no. Who said it's easier? Yeah. It's it's not easy. It's not easy to walk in a team and put your differences aside. It's easy to go and pull the hair out of somebody you don't agree with. Oh Jesus! I can't uh -huh. wait for that boxing ring. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait hang on, I, I, hang on. I got to come back to the two yous just in a second. The two yous just stay there because I want. <laughs> I just want to go to Sersha as well. Sersha, lovely to talk to you again. It's been a little while. I am. I'm absolutely flabbergasted that Steve is basing his entire thesis <laughs> on the fact that women and men don't get on on off of a reality TV show where when we look at the world <laughs> stage. We'll see that men well done, are incapable, incapable of conflict resolution. Every war since the beginning of time has been caused by men. But yet you point to a, a reality show where producers most likely picked the most volatile females they could find to <laughs> say that men wouldn't be hard. Women get on. Like, do you see how nonsensical that is? Fair, okay, yeah. Fair enough, so, she does have a point, Steve, about the wars. No, 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 about the, yeah, about yeah. the wars. Could you imagine, can you imagine women being in charge of the red button? There'd be none of us left at this stage. We would be blowing asunder. Well, what, Not a can hope. I, can I ask you, can I ask you, can I ask you, Steve, what are you basing that on? What countries where... What, <laughs> what, 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 what am I, what am I basing yeah, that on? What countries... Every, 
single woman I've ever met in my entire life. Women don't like men. Women also don't like women. Women will bitch each other. You know why women aren't on TV or why they're not in radio as much? Because women don't like listening or looking at them. I feel like I need to come on this podcast to educate people regularly. So can I take a second? (laughs) Okay, you man, you woman explain to me, so darling. Okay, I will, because it's needed, because you're talking about something that you're so ill-informed on. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of of something called internalized misogyny? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm internalizing that right now. It's not like I'm vocalizing it whatsoever. go back, okay, if we just Go back in time, okay, a hundred years, right? When women mm-hmm. were regularly at the regularly raped, regularly under the control of men, okay, it mm-hmm. was in their interest, right, in terms of safety to protect themselves and reject another female that drew negative attention, and that is the birthplace uh-huh. of women. Miss disliking each other and blaming each other for the actions mm-hmm. of men. Oh, so it's, so it's men's man, fault like, that like women hate, hate each other, yeah? Okay, well, no, hang on. Sorry, Angela. What are you trying to say there, Angela? The other thing is, like, okay, if you look at it on a serious note, right? I'm actually going to get serious. I was, now. excuse me, I was very serious. You have, no, no, not you. The other fella. Um, so if you look at if you're walking down the street, right, and you have women on one side and men on another side, right, and you have teenagers walking down one side and teenagers walking down the other side, will you get a load of women going, oh, yeah, look at that 15-year-old there, I'd like to get to him? Or will you get all the men going, yeah. oh, yeah, look yeah, at of that course 15-year-old? Yeah, you can, yeah. you can. Yeah, yeah, because I can tell you now, Angela, when Justin Bieber started out in his career, he was 15 or 16, who do you think his biggest fans were? They weren't 16-year-olds. His biggest fans were 22 and 23-year-old and married women. So so don't don't try and pull that one. Just like they had a go at men when Britney Spears started first. Her first video, of course, she was in a schoolgirl's outfit. And there was a lot of conversation at the time. Oh, look at men at Mardner. They must be all pedos. But women did exactly the same thing with Justin Bieber. Nobody said a thing. Can I ask you a question? Double standard. There's a double standard. Sorry, Saoirse. Go ahead, sir. My question is, are you saying... Are you saying that there isn't a problem with sexualizing young women? Are you there, of course, there's a, of course, there's a, there, of course, there's a problem with sexualizing young people in general. But Angela was pointing out that it's men that do it. I say that so women do it as well. Okay, so you're saying we sexualize? You're on record. You're saying that we sexualize young men to the same extent that yes. we sexualize women. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's incorrect. No, so no, I don't know. No. If, oh yeah, yeah. You need a fast checker on your podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll get you on as a fact checker. Sir. It's like fucking nails on a chalkboard here, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. Because Niall, well, Niall, hold on. Look, 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 hold on, lads. You want to get, you want, you guys want to get serious on this. Well, then let's get serious. There are many issues right. that uniquely disproportionately affect men. Now, bear with me when I say this. Paternity fraud, workplace deaths, 78% of all suicides are, are men, criminal sentencing disparities, life like expectancy, child custody, oh, child support, false rape that. allegations, criminal like court bias, misandry, failure to lunch, boys falling behind in school, homelessness, infant ma- 
real gentle oh, mutilation. Lack of parental men. choice once a child is conceived. Lack of services men. for domestic. Okay, 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 stop, Steve. We get the point. Sorry, this, sorry. Uh, well, hang, hang on, Angela. Sorry, let one at a time, Angela. Okay. He's well, right. He's right about all those things, Angela. By the way. He's no. He's actually not because women over six over <sighs> sixty five in the central central statistics office. More women than men live in poverty in Ireland, including the over 65. No, he said homelessness. homelessness. He said homelessness. Homelessness. I didn't say poverty. Women suffer. Hold on, Steve. Women suffer female genital mutilation. Am I right? No, in Ireland. No, 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 no. Hold on. Not really. A woman. Hold on. A woman. Stephen, I let you list. Now let me. Okay. No, you female didn't let me finish. Nobody let me finish. Everybody interrupted oh, me in the middle of me talking. And go back and listen to it. Done to remove female pleasure and to keep a woman pure for men. To, to be fair, Angela, I, I want to get involved in that part of the conversation. Female genital mutilation in certain countries by culture, not just religion, by the way, is despicable and disgusting, right? And it should be, it is. It should be completely illegal. But equally... And it's something we don't talk about because it's like this double standard that it's okay to do it to young boys. Young boys, of course, are circumcised because of religious and cultural beliefs. And nobody says exactly, a thing about it's it. it's not equal. It, no, and, and it's for exactly the same purposes, but can nobody says a thing about it. It's, it's can not equal. Well, can, I ask you, can I ask you questions though, right? Why, when we are getting very serious now, why is Viagra mm-hmm. available free on the medical card for men but sanitary products to reproduce, for women. To, re- to reproduce. That's a medical issue. Having periods is not a medical not. issue. And I, can I just point I out that male gentle mutilation. Male gentle mutilation. Hang on, hang on. Please don't, don't, don't shout over each other. Angela, the, the answer he gave you was actually correct in relation to Viagra. The reason Viagra is available is because it's for a medical condition. Whereas sanitary towels are not for no, a medical condition. No, it's quite no, natural. No. It's like toilet paper. Sorry. Hello, yes, Sir. Well, okay, one, one at a time, Sir. Sorry, Sir. Go ahead. Right, let me just say this okay, one more. I, let me say one more. Okay. Sorry, Sir. Why, if a woman sleeps with loads of men, she's a slut. But if a man sleeps with loads of women, he's, he's a man. Absolutely, I know. Absolutely, and that and that is a double standard. I'm not going to disagree with that, Sir. What do you want to say? Okay, I want Sorry, to say sir. two things. First of all, it's laughable that you're saying that Viagra has anything to do with reproduction when female. <laughs> Fertility issues. You try playing snooker with a When female fertility issues are so misunderstood and so so badly handled by the medical field. That aside, it is moronic to get into these conversations about tit for tat when the bit what we need Uh to understand again is this all of these problems, men, women, they all Mm -hmm. they are all able to be traced back to the patriarchy. Oh piss off. (laughs) <laughs> Honest to God, yeah. you find you, any I, reason you, to blame men, any reason to blame men rather than stand me, up and take responsibility. Me, me. Can I point out, no, stop interrupting me. I shut up and let you talk, so stop interrupting me. Remember what I said at the very start of this. I said there are many issues that uniquely, disproportionately affect men, a.k.a. paternity fraud, workplace deaths, so on and so yeah. forth. It's disproportionate. Not understand. Okay, pick one of those issues and I'll explain how it leads back to the patriarchy. Oh, thank you for educating. Oh, you know what, Saoirse, thank you very much. That's so patronising. Thank you for educating. Steve, pick one of those issues and Saoirse is going to explain it. Your guest. Okay, your guest failure to launch. To 
off. Failure to lunch. No problem with that. Okay, failure to lunch. Explain that to me. I mean, okay, let's think about that. Apart from the biological issues there, there's a psychology that goes on with men. And that comes down Mm -hmm. to the big burden of shame we place on men to perform. And their inability to talk about it. Society, the patriarchy, men need to be strong. They so can't so society emotions. only consists of the patriarchy, not the matriarchy. Women don't exist. Is that what you're saying? I think why does society is built on a patriarchal structure? Am I, am I, am I crazy? Is that not completely No, correct? no, you're, well, abso- you're absolutely right, but we have surpassed that now. And, and, and by the way, Sergio, the world that we live in, with the exception of some some problems that we have, but in comparison to what it was like two or three thousand years ago, it's not half as bad now. It's not such a bad world. You're doing okay, Sergio, aren't you? Like Niall, For this Niall, world that was built due, by men, all, according to with you. All, with all due respect, Niall, it was approximately um, five minutes ago where women could not be raped by their husbands. Okay, so I don't think we're doing that well. It's five minutes ago. Saudi Arabia. Five minutes. Uh, no, it's been longer than that. Women drive. Okay, in the grand okay. scheme of things, we are relatively new at equality, and this conversation. Sorcer, can you moronic. can you explain this one to me then? Blame this on the patriarchy, the lack of services for domestic violence. There's 47, 47 okay, I, domestic. I ser- let I me finish. Will. There are tort. Let me finish. There are 37 domestic abuse services for women in this country. There is one for men. How is that men's fault? No, you're not understanding me, Steve. The patriarchy and men are not the same. Men are victims of the patriarchy. The patriarchy tells us... That doesn't exist anymore. The patriarchy tells us men cannot be victims of violence. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Hang on, one at a time. Angela, you want to say something to Steve? Go ahead, yeah. Do you know why that is? is because Go on. <laughs> sorry, excuse me. One in three women in Ireland experience physical and sexual violence. One in three. Uh, okay, well, do you know what? Here's the thing, Angela. And that please, both of you. Please, both of you. Okay, lads and ladies, I don't want to take it down a very serious route, but if you want to bring in that into it, Angela, and, and I'm not saying you're incorrect in your, in your statistics or the research that's been done and the questions that have been asked, I do question some of the research that's been done. But in saying that, men are also the victims of violence within the home, oh, of psychological abuse as well. The difference with the difference with men is, and this goes back to I think 2013 when Enda Kenny asked, or Jerry Adams asked Enda Kenny in the doll, what were the figures for domestic violence against men in Ireland? And you know the answer that was given. We don't know because we've never asked. So the reason is because men tend not to report. In the UK, they figure that four in every nine cases of domestic violence are actually men. So four well, in every nine, it's nearly half. And that's only what oh, we can on, say. Okay, so I, I know, well, hang on. I, to be honest with you, I didn't want to take the conversation in that direction anyway because it gets all too serious. We started off in a nice mood. Even I think Sarah's is funny by times. But in, but in saying that, let's yeah. not go down that very serious route. Um, my, Je- my intention is never, never to amuse you. Oh, thank you. And, and, and Noel, can I hold on a second, Noel? The conversation has naturally gone down this route. And when people spout statistics that are absolutely false, they need to be corrected. Now, when it comes to domestic violence, Noel, I'm going to ask you a simple question. And, I'm, and the ladies that are on the phone now, or maybe that's me just being misogynist by calling them ladies. But let me ask you all a question. Have you ever been in a takeaway or a nightclub and you see a woman striking a man? The answer is yes, we've seen it. How many times have you seen it? So many, many, many times I've seen it because I walk in a takeaway. Now, how many times have I seen a man strike a woman? Zero. I have yet to witness that. I've seen, it. Men- I've seen a man strike a woman. 
Women, I I, maybe I've you have, Niall. But let me ask you. And, and, and I'm going to be fair, when it happens, and it happened in the nightclub industry because I worked there for 27 years in the nightclub industry, if a man hit a woman, people would intervene. Okay, now how many... If a, no, if a no, woman but, hit a man, nobody intervenes. People laugh. No, no. Versus, versus how many women have you actually seen hit men? How many women have I seen no. hit men? Oh, plenty. I've seen plenty of times. Well, when I say hit, slapping them across the face, throwing a beer over them, hitting them with a glass. That's a hit. On, That's violence. Yeah, absolutely. Steve, is re, is re, so you've is seen really more. Good. So hold on, Noel, you've seen but more. I, but, I, but the most amount of violence I've seen in nightclubs or in social circles is usually men against each other. That, 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 hold on a yeah. second, Noel. I'm saying you've seen more violence perpetrated towards men by women than the other way around. Yes or no? Yes. What? Okay. So does that not prove to everybody that it's socially acceptable to go around hitting men and people don't bother their arse doing anything about it? I think, I think, I'm not going to disagree with you. There is a double standard. And we did a demonstration of that on the radio show going back about seven years ago where we had a reporter, Robbie, and an actor go down Grafton Street on two occasions. And on one occasion, he was hitting her or put, well, he didn't hit her. He was pushing her and shouting at her. And within seconds, security men from shops, uh, the guards were called, people intervened. We did exactly the same experiment with Robbie and the actor. This time, she was hitting him. And she was literally hitting him across the back, across the top of the head, calling him names. And he was kind of, didn't, obviously wasn't retaliating, walking down the Grafton Street. They walked the full length of Grafton Street. Nobody intervened. People yeah. laughed. Can I say something here, Niall? I've heard you so many times, so quickly. Well, no, wait, no answer that one. No, answer that one, Saoirse. If you let me, okay? So I've heard you many times emphasize the difference in physical strength between men and women. What you're talking about there is assault so assault. It's talking, you're talking about a threat, okay? There's, is there a realistic threat of that woman with her handbag, handbagging that man to death? Is there? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, is there a hope that, I like that's an excuse for, for assaulting somebody. Just because you're not going to kill them doesn't mean you're, you should I be allowed to assault them. That's ridiculous. People Can I finish? People intervene where there is a threat. People don't want to intervene when there's no real threat. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I, okay, move off that subject anyway for the moment because it just takes it down a very serious road, route. And do you think women have the same opportunities as men in this world? No, they don't. No, they don't. Mm. They don't like. If you look at John, gender, if you gender look quotas. What? Just look at gender quotas. If the doll tomorrow decided to fill up, if if the doll decided to fill up with women tomorrow, do you think there'd be gender quarters then? No, they would shut their mouth and just let it be natural. Steve, 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 I was asked the question. Shut your gob, okay? Just shut up. I was asked the question. No, we don't have the same opportunities. How many? Let's put it up to it. How many presidents, women presidents, have there been throughout the world compared to male? President, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at CEO. Sorry, am I allowed to speak and answer that? How many? No, not yet. Oh. Um, how many? See how see say, how I need permission to talk by a woman. Yeah, exactly. Shut your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there see? you go. You're just really doing your gender uh, justice today, aren't you? That's great because everyone loves me and hates you. So um, <laughs> the thing is, women, when it comes to jobs. Um, every job out there, when it's physical, it's more a 
man's job than a woman's and that's, job. that's our fault? Is that our fault? Hold on. Did I say it's your fault? No. No, what you, what, you know what you is, said, Angela, the was there was a lack the of opportunity. Is, you the said a lack is, of opportunity. Do men have it easier or do women have it easier? It's not whose fault is it? Women have it easier. Women have it easier. And the question that you were asked was, is there opportunities out there for women or less opportunities? And you said there are, which is an absolute lie. There is more opportunities out there for women. Now, do you have the opportunity to become a bin man? You have the opportunity to work in a skyscraper. You have the opportunity to work in the doll. Those opportunities have not been removed. There's, there's no obstacles in the way from you doing that, Angela. It's just women choose not to do these things. Okay, do me a favour, both of you. Stay there a second, because I want to bring John in. Uh, or, and Saoirse, stay with me as well. John, hi, how are you? Good afternoon, and how are you? John, and, and by the way, I, just uh, on a side note, I heard you were a little bit unwell for a couple of days, and I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, thanks for that, yeah. Okay, yeah, hope you. Um, oh, it's just on the whole gender thing. Um, I think, look, every man should live on his own Right. Leave his mother, because the mothers do everything for the Irish mammy anyway. He should live on his own before he gets involved with a long-term partner or a wife, right? Because most guys, they go to bed that night and their mother is after doing everything for them. They wake up the next night and have a different woman in the bed, only they can have sex with this woman. And this is called the wife, uh, a.k.a. a second mother, right? There's a friend of mine there and she had to take her husband right, on a tour of the kitchen. And he didn't know where he was going. She said, come here, I want to show you something. And she pointed out the different appliances, like this is the stove, this thing in the corner here with all the buttons and the glass window is yes. called the washing machine. Right? I was going to say put, it was the oven. Go on. Yeah, you, put, you take your filthy underpants, like you open the glass door, you fuck this thing in, and you wash it, and your underpants comes out fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the magic basket did that. <laughs> the point making, look, especially when two people are walking, right? Yeah. The idea with the guy, oh, I'm walking all day. But I'm sorry, she's working all day as well. So does that mean then she has to do all the housework, look after the kids and everything? Were you sitting there big fat, your enormous holes, eh? No, I'm sorry. It doesn't. That's why they say men always do better in marriage than women. And the greatest ally you can ever have on this planet, and I've made a huge mistake by not standing by my ex, I tell that the greatest ally you'll ever have is your long-term partner or your wife. When the world turns against you, boy, she'll back you. Hey, you go, Steve. Was that your pipe and smoke? Oh, yeah. Uh, Niall, hold on a second. What, what, what he's doing there is he's reducing every man to, to people within his age range. That's what he's doing. What is, Young what, man, what's I, said, I Hold on a second. Hold on a second, John. I was on air the other night and I said something to, to you, Niall, which was, if you look out the window now, you will see a man walking down the road, pushing a buggy, holding the handbag dog, you know, taking care of all these responsibilities that men didn't used to do. But now they did take care of these responsibilities. They've, they've took the work on board of, you know, 50% of the housework whilst, you know, doing their day-to-day -day jobs as well. And what I find really difficult in all of this is how men are villainized rather than given a pat on the back. You know, I had somebody the other day say to me, you know, that they were talking about somebody being a, a McDonald's daddy. I took great umbrage to that. And the reason why is because it's not a man's decision whether he wants to become a part-time daddy, that's at the behest of a woman. And to reduce him to 
to something like a Mac. Oh, look at him, he's a McDonald's daddy. My arse, the vast majority of men, men I know, would want to take their children. Okay, Steve, hang on, Steve. Let somebody else talk. No, I get the point you're making. If if you had to take, like we say, if you were working full time, right? And you were to negotiate what a woman has in the home, like in the way they think and the way they bring up the kids. And also have to put up with monthly cycles, pregnancy, postnatal depression. And then when you think it's just all over, along comes Mrs. Menopause. If the men yeah. had to put up with that, the, the, the fire brigade would be pulling them out of the river seven days a week. Yeah. yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, John. I would totally agree that women biologically have it more difficult. Biologically. But there ain't nothing that we can do about that. Nothing that we can uh, do, John. Uh, well, hang, well, hang on, Saoirse. Yeah, Saoirse, go ahead. Excuse me. Okay. There's plenty that we can do about it. Are you, are you serious? I can change your biology, medical, can I? Medical, medical intervention support. I mean, you found a way to, do, you um, get give, to give Viagra. You figured that one out. I think there's plenty we can do to support women's biological difference and bring them and up to you a think a that we're not supporting women? Quality of opportunity. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's, oh, not? No. Oh, we're not. Who do, you t- who do you think invented the tampon, you idiot? It wasn't a woman. It was an Indian man, actually, because he... And you know why he invented it? Because he felt sorry for his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, can, I, can I... Can I just say, can I just say, before I go, okay, can I just say... Oh, well, you're going, I guess, you're grateful, and you should stay. I do. I have to go. No, I have to go. Oh, you have so a job, do you? Yeah. The tampon does not surprise me that a man invented that, because that is not an adequate solution <laughs> for a period. Do you, does any of you have any idea... That tampons are the majority of them are full of plastic, and putting them inside a vagina. Oh Jesus, hates Christ! Well, then you figure something out instead of whinging about it. You've you've so many opinions on women, and I know it's difficult for you to hear the word vagina, but there it is. Can I also leave on this? I leave on this. Can I leave on this for both of you? Okay, apart from John, you know, I'm surprised to hear him say something so sensible. But for the other two of you. You have so much opinion on women's rights, right? And yes, and you're saying that, you know, we don't, we have equality and you've no sympathy. Yes, when it comes to the no debate equality. around, can I, can I finish? When it We've comes no equality. To the, when it comes to the debate around trans women, you're very pro-women rights. And I find that, what? you know, ridiculous. Me. What? Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, you mean that we're pro, we're, we're kind of against women in sports and all that kind of thing. When or trans women. That's because they're not women. Can I finish? Yeah, they're men. When it comes they're biological to men in women's sports. Can I just finish, please? Yeah. When it comes to excluding a type of woman, you become experts on women's A rights. type of woman? What, what what type of woman are you talking about, Saoirse? A man who is born a man, or who is born a man but thinks he's a woman? Is that what the, what the type of when woman you're talking to, about? When it comes to... It's not, a, it's not a type of woman. It's a type of man. Can I finish or yeah, do you want we, to talk we, over me for the duration of this episode? <laughs> I have one more point to make. When it comes to listening and responding to two biological women telling you their experience and their opinions on equality, you can't, neither of you, you're too ignorant. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Angela, you want to say something? Second. She's gone. Can I interrupt there a second? Yeah, she's right? gone. Yeah, go on. I asked. Uh, Absolutely love my debates with Steve. We kill each other. We murder each other. All of that, you know. But at the end of the day, I just want to say, Steve, Merry Christmas. And I hope you have a fabulous Ah, Jesus, Angela, stop being nice to him, will you? Don't be nice to him. It's Christmas. 
Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> and as much as I want to strangle him, do you know what I mean? It's like it's like that ping song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to strangle you. Oh, yeah. At the end of the you, day, you didn't say Merry Christmas to Sersha. I think I think Sersha comes from a very well-to-do background. Just listening to her, I mean, I don't oh, want to be, I don't want to casting aspersions exactly. on people. She, I don't think she's ever had a tough by the sounds of it. No, I don't. I think Sersha has a pole stuck up her arse. Like. <laughs> but and it's the same with John. Me and John, our, you know, and I'm so sorry that John. I can do a good impersonation of Sersha. Excuse me, excuse me. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> can I do one? Don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. You have you know, to hold your I nose. Will Don't interrupt you. me. Are the mall teachers in the mouth? It's like you know when I piss myself laughing when she said, "Steve, you mentioned something there, and I will educate you on it." <laughs> it's like, She's man. No. She's woman's plating. Yeah, sorry, Steve. You want to say Happy Christmas, Angela? Do you know? No, I no. don't like Christmas. So, um, and I don't oh. like Angela either. So, oh, you know, what can I do? Ah, that's um, not well, nice. She was. Uh, that was not nice. Oh, She's thanks, been... Steve. Thanks. Years of abuse. No, years of abuse. Years of abuse. About abuse from this woman. I'm not going to back down. Now, look. Let, nice. let me finish. What? Let me finish. Let me finish what I was going to say, <laughs> and then you can move on to Angela. <laughs> No, I am going to say something that's going to be quite controversial. Oh, okay, can you exp- can you explain to me? You are Angela. Um, Merry Christmas, by the way, Angela. Can you both explain to me what does the saying "there for the grace of God" mean? Well, Angela, do you oh. want to explain it, or will I? You do it. Yeah, there. Well, okay, there for the grace of God. Go I, by the way. I think there's a word go is meant to be in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it means that you don't have an understanding of what it's like to be in another person's shoes. In other words, you know, no. if somebody has it more difficult than you, that's generally what it's used. That's the context it's used in. Anyway, what's, no. so, what's, so what's the purpose of the question? So there for the grace of God. It's only under God, God's grace that man exists. And that's exactly what it means. Now, this is going to sound horrible. But it is only under the grace of men that women are allowed to behave the way they're behaving right now. What do you mean? Because you know, as well as I know, that if the tides did turn tomorrow and men got sick of constantly being reduced to being treated like dogs, they could take the power back in a heartbeat. So just remember for all the women out there, therefore the grace of men, you're allowed to be arseholes and bitches to us. Okay, stay there for a second. Let me just bring in Neem. Neem, hi, how are you? I have a very interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. Today. Started off very funny, then it got all serious. <laughs> yeah, and then we have to have the whole. Yeah. yeah. So, Neem, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go on first. Okay, who has it easier, men or women? It depends on the situation, but by and large, I think women have it handier. Women have it handier, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think women have it handier. Women make the, they make the decisions. That they don't, they don't like to say that they do. They do. They just. Of course listen, they do. Women decide in the first few seconds whether they're going to be dating this guy or not. You know what I mean? Whether he's going to be in her life or not. That they make that decision. We think we do. We don't. We listen. Okay. Classic example is the, uh, sorry. Is that woman's name is Angela? Is, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Hi. Angela. Um, on when you were on the dating scene, you yeah. you chose which guy that you wanted. No. 
Well, he had to choose me too. Yeah, but you ultimately had the decision whether that was staying or where, whether he was going to the bin. It was like the nightclubs years ago when you, when you went and you asked it, you the guy had to go and ask the girl for the slow set. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you had to be humiliated. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, no, I James. didn't have asked guys. He's talking about in general, Angela. In general, yeah, but in general. This, this is, I just, Neem, I'm sorry now. I just think that this is the greatest load of shite I've ever heard in my life. No, he's, he's, he, no, he's giving you, he's saying that the pressure is on men. For example, who asks who to marry who? Men ask women primarily. The pressure's on men. Yeah, who no, goes around, no, who no, asks no. for the first date? Men. Who pays for the first date? Generally men. Who who goes around the nightclub no. searching for the woman to dance with and, you know, for the hookups? Men. Hold on a second. So he's saying the pressure's so on men. Well, let's do yeah. it this way. Primarily. Right? Primarily. You're going primarily, right? Primarily, okay. You're going out. Yeah. You're going out to a club on Friday night, right? Yeah. You're in. You're twenty-five, twenty-six. You're going out to a club on Thursday night. What you do? There we go. There's a shirt. There's a pants. There's that, right? Yeah. What does a girl do? That's her choice. Oh my God! Uh, hold on. Nobody, nobody tells you to spend two hours in the bathroom doing your hair. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> right? She needs to get the hair done. Yeah. She needs to get the makeup done. Yeah. To get the right bra to show the cleavage to show this right, yeah. But every woman doesn't do that, certain types of women do that. Let me finish, (laughs) and then she's to go, she's put the fake tan on, then she has to put all the spray on, she's to look at this, put the heels on that will absolutely cripple her to go out, sit down, and look at a bloke and go, You've made an effort, haven't you? Yeah, but that's her choice. W- women do that because they, women, it's a kind of primeval thing. It's like, its it goes back to, honestly, this is the truth. It goes back to war paint in the tribes back when, you know, men and women were in the caves. Women wanted yeah. to impress the men. Yeah, but that's, yeah. your, but that's your choice. There's nobody forcing you to spend four hours doing yourself up to go to a nightclub. But, Niles, the thing is, it's been done to impress a man. So you're telling uh, me... Men are equally impressed by women who don't do all of that, by the way, can I just point out? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot less. I'm, and that's what I'm going to say. Because well, a lot of women are naturally beautiful anyway. If you have to do that much work, things must be looking bad. Okay, so now let me put it this way, right? Yeah. You are, you have, you're gone out and you've two dates, right? And you're sitting there and there is one woman, now your hair nicely done, she doesn't look like champ, you know, nice outfit, all of that. She looks lovely, perfect. And then they go, who do you want to sit and talk to? That blonde there, or that, you know, a big woman with warts on her face, with hair all over the place, not showered, not done up. Who would you go oh, that's to? That's not a fair. Yeah, comparison. that's not a fair. Dad. You're right. That's, you're right. Neem. That's not a fair comparison. Hang, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. It doesn't matter if the one, the big one with, you, the, with the warts on her face, you know, went and spent four hours in the bathroom. She's still going to look horrendous. So yeah, she, don't pull that one, Angela. No, no, I'm talking about two women, standard size, same color hair. One spends four hours putting on fake tan, lipstick, eyelashes, all that. And the other one, you know, just, you know, cleans herself up a little bit, brushes her hair and looks nice and has a yeah. nice outfit on her. It wouldn't bother me which one of them I would I'd be sitting down talking Bullshit, to. Nile. At twenty five, you're full of shit. You're twenty five. You are absolutely full of shit. I am walking around my 
my bedroom now, waving my hands if anybody's looking. <laughs> That's bullshit. That is bullshit. I'm so, so Neem, Neem, okay. To be fair, oh, hang on, Neem. We all we all had mothers. Neem. Nobody's taken away from the fact women work very hard. You know, and not Absolutely. only nowadays yeah. with careers, yeah. but of course in the past in the home. So let's not take that away from women. I don't want to be unfair to women today, but generally speaking, <laughs> you think women have it yeah. easier. I, yeah, I just think there's a far bigger problem. Like it, it, it's not so much at my age because we don't we get to the stage we just don't care. Mm. But the younger generation, like she's saying about the twenty five year old men, the onus and pressure on them right now is savage. Like they they the young ones demand that the guy has a job earning six figure yeah. salary nearly. Yeah, this that's day. true. That's the, the research only recently showed that. He's to bring her out on dates. He's to pay for this. He's to do that. And when he's not around, he's to provide money for this. That's And what does the woman bring to the table? Uh, and Angela, that's fair. There was research only recently that showed in the dating scene, women um, kind of look for a guy and that kind of psychological thing is still there who's going to provide I for them. I can't believe. But men don't care what a woman's occupation is, generally speaking. I cannot, I cannot believe I'm going to say this, right? But you agree. Because, yeah, um, but you agree with us. But you're going to do it anyway. And the only, thing, the only <laughs> thing that I will look for in a guy is, by Jesus Christ, he better have a car. He better have a car? Oh, yeah, okay. A car. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, but the thing about it is, men going out looking for dates don't care whether you have a car or not. Oh, exactly. oh. Okay, say, well, hang on, let me go to Breda. Breda, thank you, Neem. Uh, Breda, because I know you're in a yeah, rush today. Um, Breda, hi, how are you? Hi, and I, how are you? Good. What do you want to say? Well, men have had it easy from the time they come out of the womb. They oh, have gee. their mother looking after them, they have their sisters looking after them. And what about their father? Their what about their father and brothers? They not look after them, the no? My poor daddy worked all hours of the day and night. Yeah, but so as so as he could provide the money for your mother to look after you. Yes. Yeah. Well, then give him a bit of credit. Of re- oh no, I do give him. He was an amazing man, and what he achieved in life was fantastic. From where he came to where he ended up. But what I'm saying is, if he was able to do all that because my mother stayed at home, and mine six of us, chronic asthmatic, she was God help her, and she made sure that everything was stretched to the. The end. She'd always get chips on a Friday because we wouldn't eat fish on a fried egg. My favourite dinner of the whole week. Why did but every I... family have chips on a Friday? <laughs> Why was that all about? We had chips on a Friday too. It was it was Good Friday, you see, or every Friday was. Oh yeah, you weren't allowed to have red meat, you weren't, or something. My mother used fish meat, fingers, so. yeah. Yeah, so we wouldn't eat them. So my mother used to do a fried egg and chips and homemade chips. My favourite meal of the whole week. Uh, God, so bl- God bless me, but my poor mother, she used to always say to me on Friday, what do you want? And I'd say a burger and I'd drive her mad because she was so religious. I'd drive her mad. She yeah. kept going, you know you can't have a burger. And I'd go, I want a burger. <laughs> 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 That's the redhead in your nile. Sorry, sorry, that. Lily, if you're listening. She's not listening unless she's listening from heaven somewhere. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, go on. Uh, but you're, no, but like, your answer is right. I mean, you know, I if I was back on the dating scene, which I'm still waiting for you to set me up with the man, but anyway, now yeah. that's well, a we'll, we'll figure that one out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maybe well, one of our callers today. taking a long time, oh, that's all I'm going to say. Um, but like, I would expect a man to be well presented. You know, if, if, if I had two men put in front of me and one is dressed more casual, as I would call it, and you know, his shoes or his runners are neat and clean and whatever, and he looks presentable. He's made the effort shaved. He's a nice aftershave on him. The other fella's there was a wrinkled T-shirt, unshaved and whatever else. 
I'm definitely going to go for the, 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 the fellow that's made the effort. And it's like, it's, you know, and I mean, all men have to do is present themselves well and women will gravitate towards them anyway. But after that, they've nothing to do. Like, what did they have to do? Well, well that, that comes back to what Angela was saying. It kind of contradicts Angela's point because the same goes for women. When women make a bit of an effort, men kind of get more attracted to them too. But here, there's nobody demanding. And Angela went on and waffled on there for five minutes about how how she has to spend four hours putting on her false tan and her fixing her hair. Uh, I mean, that's kind of over the top. Like, you know, 20 minutes to do it. And if you can't do it in 20 minutes, there's something seriously wrong with you. Uh, you, you were talking about false tans and all sorts of false no, tan looks ridiculous by the way can I just point out no, and any mom will tell you false tan looks ridiculous can, can I just I, say something by the way like now dirt. just to interrupt you there sorry Brida I well, said Angela. go back to the age of 25 I don't put on yeah. false tan I'm ready in half an hour that includes the shower dry the hair throw there you the go well, what are you talking about because you're talking about the younger generation now. The younger generation. Yeah, you know, but the younger generation, lads would take 20 minutes to get ready as well. What's the big what's, deal? What's the big thing? What's the big thing? Listen back. <laughs> takes me a bit, if we're going out for dinner, it takes me about 15 minutes to get ready. So I'll go in, have a shave, brush the hair, brush the teeth, uh, put on, it might have a shower, depending if I've had one that day or not. And then I'd throw, yeah. on, throw on a suit. I might, I might have to iron the shirt, throw on a suit. And you so, get Karen to iron the shirt. Stop it. So I, I know, I know. I'd iron my own shirt. I, no. What do you think I am? Oh. Disabled or so, that I couldn't do it or something like that? Or, well. No, but no man, you're the you're exception to the rule. I'm a man. Most men, most men will sit back and let the women do it all. I mean, you know, you do the washing. No. Breeda, you're wrong. Most men nowadays don't sit back and let women do everything. They do so, not. If, no, if you go back 50 years ago, of course, women primarily made the dinners, for example, and stuff like that. I make dinners as well. I make the dinner for myself and Karen on a regular basis. She makes the dinner well, sometimes. Whatever, we, we just take turns. But good for you. But a lot of men, especially with women that stay at home, they expect all that to be done when they get home. Even hmm. now, and in this day and age, and if somebody wants to ring up and contradict me, please go ahead. But like, their attitude is, you're at home all day, what are you doing? Never mind that you're four children to look after, keep, try and keep a house yeah. clean, the washing yard, you know. I mean, men think because women stay at home or because women maybe work a couple of days a week and then spend the rest of the time at home, she's all the time in the world to get everything done. What, what are you moaning about? You so know, so if, I, if I said to you, Brida, which would you prefer? To stay at home with, say, two young children or go off full-time, uh, you know, in your job that you're in in cabin crew, Right. And, yeah. you know, I'd be doing, I don't know how many shifts a week you'd have to do full time. Um, and I'd give you exactly the same money for doing both. Which would you prefer to do? Stay at home. Go to work. Go to work. <laughs> Stay at home, says Angela. Because yeah. according to research back in 2017 by Solace, something like 87% of women said they would prefer to stay at home if they were yeah. paid. Oh, my God. No, yeah. I've seen, I mean... I no, I wouldn't know because I have to say I love getting out and having adult interaction. And don't get me wrong, I adore my daughter, and you know that night she's my sunshine. Your lady, but, yeah, my lady, yeah, my lady. But like you know, you have to be able to get out and have adult interaction as well. And I was blessed that my mum and dad had minders, so I was I had probably the best of both worlds in the sense that I didn't have to, her dad then to pick her up and bring her home if I was gone away or whatever. So I, I did have the best of both worlds and I was very lucky in that respect. 
But I think staying at home full time, I mean, I have just friends that have done it and it's hard bloody going. There's no less, there's no escape. And I mean that in the nicest possible way with regards to your family and everything else. But I just loved that I could go out and close the door and I'm gone for a night and I'm staying in a lovely hotel and I'm like, mm, bye everybody. <laughs> Lying in a, in a bedroom in a hotel in Orlando somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay, yeah, with, stay with. Hang on. Let me bring Sean in as well. Stay there, Brenda and Angela. Angela's busy it's, doing it's herself not, up I for a night outside. Sorry. All right. Okay. See, you, Angela. Bye. 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 Stop. Happy Christmas. <laughs> let me go to Sean. Sean. Hi. How are you? And uh, I. You need to organise a Christmas party for everyone on the show. I want to see Steve and uh, Angela go at it. Yeah. Well, we we decided on the radio that like we're going to set up a charity boxing match between the two of them. Oh, <laughs> I'd, pay, I'd pay to see that. But my, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. I'd put my money on Angela. She would be there throwing chips at her. <laughs> so, Sean, who has it easier, women or men, generally? Oh, uh, women. I, I'll tell you a story about my missus last uh, Thursday. She decided she was uh, taking a, a day off work. And she got all the stuff ready for the, the young one in the morning, did the lunches, dropped her down to crash, and she got back to the house, it was nice and quiet, so she decided she was going to go up and double-click the mouse. She was just about to reach climax, and the, the alarm went off for the, the washing machine to go and take the clothes out, because, you know, women find it harder to have an orgasm than we do. She said, screw this, I'm going up to the, the ladies' gym. Oh, she went up to the ladies' gym. But I, I, sorry, a, sorry, can I just stop it? Can I, can I just stop it there for a second? I just need to go back in the conversation a bit because when you said kick yeah. the mouse, I thought you meant she was going up to play with her computer. Yeah, I'm only, right. I'm, 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 now I'm only starting to realize. If you want. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm only realizing what you're actually talking about. Computer are you no. telling? Are, are you admitting to us that your wife went upstairs <laughs> to masturbate? She'll kill you, Sean. Kill you. She'll kill you. Go on. So she's finished clicking. Christmas present for her. Yeah, yeah. So, by the way, and she stopped at the oh, mo- at the enough. point at the interesting point. She stopped because the washing machine went off. I would have just yeah, let the washing machine go off. <laughs> she went up to the women's only gym. Yeah, and there was a man there dressed as a woman. Right. And she said, "What's all this about?" I said, "Well, all the men in the dial have told her that men can be a woman." Right. So she decided, "Screw this. You know what? I'm going to run for politics. You know, there's female quotas here. It's going to be nice and easy." And she found out. The quota spot in her constituency had been taken by a, a social democrat man who was pretending to be a woman. Who was identifying as a woman, yeah, yeah. Then, Claiming then to be. realise the government are actually trying to get rid of the word woman from the constitution altogether. Yeah, yeah. She had a panic, she had a panic attack after all that, ended up in hospital, being treated no. by a no. female nurse with a, with a toddler between his legs. Women have it harder in every sense of the world in this country at the moment, whether it be socially, in the home, financially, and they always have done. I grew up a son of a single mother and watched their skivvying houses to keep me in, in food and clothes for 10 years. Right. There is no comparison anywhere between what men have to go through and what women have to go through. We have our problems. We have our issues. We don't talk. I mean, I heard you talk about a social circle earlier on. Our social circle is men's and grunts, and we survive through it pretty well, but Women yeah. are up against us, and every time we take one step forward, we take two steps back. And to try and pretend otherwise, to, to try and get on the Steve train there, just beggars yeah. belief. Okay, so generally, now I'm confused, Sean. So generally, you reckon the women have a tougher? Oh, they do. Oh, okay. I, I look at the work the missus does. Oh, I mean, I'm John, pretty I good around the house. Wonderful. But I think it, 
I do pretty well around the house. I, I cook the dinners and that and I weigh in. But she's working full time. I'm working full time. And then she's doing the full time job at home as well. Realistically, she is. I think most women do that, whether it be by choice or design or social history or, or biology. Yeah, the biology, we've spoken about that quite a lot today. There's not a lot we can do about the biology. I can't fix that for women. Not a lot we can no. do about the biology. Yeah. And I think, we all, I think we all admit we that women got a bit of an unfair hand when it came to nature. <laughs> you know. In my way, no. In my way. Well, you know, periods, babies, and the clicking of the mouse. It's even the simple things. I mean, yeah. the cl- I've never heard that phrase, the clicking of the mouse, by the way. I'm going to use that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> their, their mind never switches off. I mean, we always get told about the hamster wheel in the man's head, and you listen to women about what they go through on a daily basis to how much they think, and it's just constant. It's, it's not an easy life, and... I've been lucky to be surrounded by really strong, independent women. But women, actual women. I can only, yeah. yeah, I can only stand back and, and admire them and go, "Fuck me, I wish I had that energy." Yeah, I mean, they do. I, I think women tend to have more energy than men. When I say energy, physically, men have more energy, obviously, because of testosterone and all those other things. And men are physically generally stronger than women. But I think just for you know, for mental energy, I think women are maybe a little bit stronger than men. Yeah, because we never switch off now. You're constantly... Oh, well, I don't switch off. Like, but when you're small kids, you, you, men switch off. They don't hear the baby crying. I mean, I, 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 there's very few men will say, I heard the baby crying. Like, I used to have to nudge myself and go, uh, she's crying. You know, I might have just, whatever, I might be trying to get ready to go to work and he's like, and he'd be gone again. I used to go, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but not but all men. Not all men are like that. In fairness. Most... No, but it's, I'm not criticising men about that. I'm saying is that men have the ability to switch off, where it's women, you're constantly listening okay, to Okay, and can I just bring something in here while we're on that subject very quickly before I go to Sarah? Actually, I'll bring Sarah in there now just because I don't want to leave her hanging there. Um, men have the ability. Women don't believe us. But you know when a woman says, what are you thinking about? And men go, yeah. nothing. And women go, you must be thinking about something. And you go, no, I wasn't actually. I was just thinking about nothing. You clearly were thinking about something. And a row starts over, right? Can I just can I just put it out there to all the women today? We actually can think about nothing. Men have this ability to think about nothing. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah. My my brain never switches off. Like if I wake up in the night, I'm thinking, oh my God, I have to do that. Or I never did this. Or, you know. And if you can, you not zone out. I've often, I've had people talking to me. Now, literally, and they've been talking to me, I'm talking about him work and stuff like that, and they're saying something to me, and I go, I just zone out if I'm not interested. No. And I, and I start thinking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to do it to poor Helena when, I was, when Helena was with Classic Hits. She used to always give out to me about it because she'd be saying, okay, listen, we're thinking about doing this today in the show, and I was going to give such and such a call, is he going to get that minister on, a politician on? And I'd be just looking at her, and she'd go, you're not even listening to what I'm saying, sure you're not. And I'd go, Sorry? I had this ability to completely zone out. Sarah, hi. Oh, hang on. I want to go to Sarah. Sarah, hi. Hi, Niall. Men or women, who has it easier? I tell you what, you know what? There's nothing more than listening to a washing machine finish the noise of it. That is a pet hate of mine. Right, so if you, were, if you were clicking the mouse, you'd have to stop, would you? Oh, Jesus, with the lump hammer go down. That'd be it. Right, okay. I'd be watching. Mm, yeah. Okay. 
Well, in regards to the machine finishes. No, you know the worst. The worst sound is Alexa. So, oh, I shouldn't have said it loud. There's oh. an Alexa in the studio downstairs. Anyway, I sh- Alexa. So when you when when you tell her to remind you, say for example, you plan the immersion and you say, Alexa, set a reminder for 50, 25 minutes or whatever it is, so to make sure you knock it off. And that sound, that reminder sound, oh, it's so annoying. It's like the alarm clock, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the, the iPhone so alarm on the phone. Oh, it's the most hated <laughs> sound in the world. Can Hang you on. not remember to turn the immersion off yourself, Niall? No, 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 like, no, no, no. Like you come out no. of the shower, you get, you wrap the towel around you, you go straight to the immersion and you hit the button off. I mean... It should be part of your little routine after you come out. Yeah, I'm going, here's, where's the sound here? Hang on, there's my alarm sound. I'm going to get here. Oh, where's it going? Why is it not playing? You know, you can actually set your alarm to a song that you like. How? Yeah. By going into it and changing the sound. Do you know I do pay it. for that though? No, you don't. You can click at the top. It gives you an option in the top of your phone. No, that's not. Oh, it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's like a fire station. <laughs> oh, no, tra- God bless our that, ears. No, that's not it. That's I'm trying to find it. No, that's one. That's, that's one of the famous ones, isn't it? But I, I can't yeah. actually find the one that I normally use. It's gone off it now. See what this have done to me. <laughs> okay, so who has it worse, Sarah? Men or women? Um, I think men. Men have a worst. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think I really do think that. Um, I think you have to put up with an awful lot of uh, what we. Uh, there it is. See, there we go. I that, swear to God, that's it. Violin. Come on. That's the one. That's the one I have too. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I get it back. Hang on. Yeah. So annoying, yeah. isn't it? Time to get over. Yeah. yeah. When you hear that, <laughs> that sound, you, you want to... memories of Pac-Man, is it? Yeah, uh, you, you want to beat the phone, don't you? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Go ahead. I interrupted you. No, no, seriously. Some people psychologically put on the worst sound ever. So that would get them up out of bed. Well, right. I used to do that until I found a nice song. Anyway, yeah, I do think that men do have it an awful lot harder in some areas. Um, in regards of like putting up, well, I shouldn't say that word, putting up women in a relationship with a woman. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But then again, like, as you said, like, I'm, I'm a sort of bit like you and I in that area. I can switch off so easy. Yeah, so and sometimes so it cause so many arguments. Like, in, Why would he you say know, to you, what are you thinking about? And you go, nothing. Yeah, and I say, I'm, and like, I'd be on the phone to my friend, like, seriously, right? And I'd probably be on for an hour and a half, like, and, having a chat what would you be talking about for goes, an hour and a half what, what yes, could you be talking exactly, about for an hour and, and half? then I turn around and I say nothing and then he turn around and say what do you mean nothing yeah well I, I would I just it. I would just say she was telling you stuff you knew already because you spent the whole conversation going I know I know what, yeah, is, what well, is it about women telling each other things they know already <laughs> I know because we're brilliant like we're absolutely amazing like yeah. that's the way it is or voice here's the other thing women men don't do voice messaging can I just point this Sean do you do voice messages oh god no no women no, do voice we, messages we, we do no I have, I have a whatsapp group there with a group of lads and if you scroll back through it it's men's grunts and one word responses 
Yeah. I can do it a whole night in the pub. Just or a mate of mine, now. the only voice message I ever get is from a mate of mine who sends me farts. And I have no idea. I'm assuming they're his own, <laughs> by the way. But that, that's what yeah. men do, right? So, Sarah, we don't send voice messages. Yet, women send these voice messages. And so they're there on the phone. They're holding... And I can't even hold the little microphone thing for that long, right? They're all, yeah, yeah, I was there last night. And did you never know, guess who was there? And they're chatting to the phone and then sending it by voice message, this 10-minute long message, rather than just ringing each other. There's something wrong uh, with you. I like that, yeah, 100%. I do the psychopedia thing. I swear to God when I'm sending the voice What is, what is wrong with you? Just, just ring each other if you really want to have a conversation. No, we're amazing. Well, we do ring people, but if they don't answer, then you have to leave the message because you're dying to tell them whatever it is you want to tell them. Just send and them a text, like, a brief version. Yeah, then you might forget to say I something in the text because then it takes too long texting. <laughs> I hate texting. I think it's the biggest waste of time ever. I'd rather... And my friend lives in Canada and she sent me a message and I ring her because I go, by the time I answer you back, I'd have told you what's going to happen five times over. Right. Hey, text her. Hey, well, well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, Sean, Sarah, Breida, listen, all thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the show today. It's been a very entertaining show. It was funny, a little bit serious in the middle, and then it became funny again. Thanks to Sean with his other half, clicking the mouse. I had no idea what he was talking about. He said it was only when he mentioned the word orgasm I kind of realised what he was actually talking about. Clicking the mouse. I've never heard that one before. I've heard some other phrases for it, but not clicking the mouse. Anyway, thank you to everybody who got involved in the show, even the ones I don't like. Uh, I really appreciate you to come on the air. We decided to do that today to lighten the mood a little bit because there's so much negativity around. Remember on the show, we do do news stories for those who haven't listened before and just tuned in for the first time. We, you know, we do cover immigration. We have covered freedom of speech. We have covered all the other hot topic issues and we do them every single day. Well, every day that we can. Uh, on other days, we tend to just do a social issue just to lighten the mood, maybe a little bit lift the mood slightly because we can't do the same news stories every single day. We get very, very boring. Um, we have got a plan, by the way, for the new year that I'd like to tell you more about, but I'm not going to tell you more about it yet. Um, but we would like to make the show longer and we would like to provide it more often because we have a huge demand for it. People asking us, why don't we do it, you know, a longer show? And why don't we do it on a Friday and a Saturday and a Sunday? And we'd like to do that. Obviously, we have to have time off, so we could pre-record one or two for the weekends or something like that. Um, but certainly, we'd like to make it longer and maybe do two topics during the day. To do that obviously costs money. To do what we do at the moment, all three of us, as you know, have a full-time job. I have my job in radio, um, which I want to keep, obviously. <laughs> I have my job in radio, which provides the money that funds all this. The other two obviously have jobs too, which equally provides money that funds all this. So it's really important um, that you support us, because if you don't support us, we can't pay bills. The money that you get, we do get at the moment from our subscriptions and the odd donations that we get. Um, do pay the bills and they, they help us to pay the bills. There's electricity to pay for, there's uploading fees, there's hosting fees, there's domain fees, there's internet fees, there's all sorts of things. I, I can't even give you the list of things that we have to pay for every month to stream live the way we do every single day. It costs money. So please continue to support us. And we do want to provide more and make it better in the new year. And we want to reach out as well and get some better interviews. We've had some great interviews. We want to get some better ones. To do that takes time. Um, it also means that we have to record those in the afternoon after we do the show. All that takes time when we have other jobs too that can be difficult for us to do. So to help us do that, please support the show. The more of you support the show, the more we can do. You can do that, of course, by going to our website, nileboylan.com. You can download all of the back 
programs on the back catalogue on video there. And to do that, all you got to do is sign up to the website for five ninety nine a month. It's by, like buying a pint of beer for the three of us once a month. That's not, I mean, we're sharing that pint of beer. Come up to Christmas, we'd appreciate a pint of beer. So please do that. Five ninety nine a month is all it costs to subscribe. The more people that subscribe, the more that we can do. And if you can't do that and you want to just do a single one-off donation or you feel that you can... Sorry, my nose is itchy. What does that mean? I know your hand is itchy. means you're going to win the lottery. My nose is itchy. Anyway, it means a fight, does it? He's just telling me it means a fight. If you think you can do more than that and you can give us a better donation, and I appreciate so much those who donated 5, 10, 20, or even more. We've had one or two donations of a lot more than that. And I really, really do appreciate it. If you think you can do that, just go to the website and go to the donate page. Thank you to everybody who supports us because we've no other way of making money. And we've avoided advertisers on the screen. At some point, we may have to do that, but we will carefully select which advertisers they are. But we've avoided doing it because we don't want to be dictated to by an advertiser telling us what we can and can't talk about. It's really important because we'll compromise the show if we have too many advertisers. So please support the show. Support us to provide a platform that's uncensored every day to talk about the lighthearted issues like the one today or indeed the more serious issues like the government and government policy around immigration or around other things or housing or whatever it happens to be. Support the show, please. Uh, go to our website, nileboylan.com and you can subscribe or you can donate. One or the other, whichever you prefer to do. Thank you. This podcast will be available in about an hour's time, a little bit more maybe. And don't forget, for everybody who subscribes or donates every single day, we'll pick one person and we send them out a smug bug. There are the smug bugs there on the screen. Thank you for supporting us. I should talk to you again on Monday at 12 o'clock. Until then, have a great weekend. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 85 100 The Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 